Hello and welcome to the Currently Brimming Codpath. <laughs> oh, we're getting that. We're doing those the nautical vibe, you know? Talking about landscaping. Is it still going? Did you stop it? Oh, trash. Hello and welcome to the Currently Brimming Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Paul Tripp's Wednesday word about the landscape of the heart. So, if you listeners are interested in also reading the original Paul Tripp Wednesday word post on the landscape of the heart, you can find it on the link below. So, what are we doing today? All right, so I have the poem today. I am the poetry reader today. The Landscape of the Human Heart is not smooth, well-lit, free from confusion and complication. The landscape of the human heart is rough and varied. Huge mountains, dark valleys, parched streams, crooked pathways, hidden caves. Its geography is hard to know, hard to traverse, hard to inspect. Danger lurks in those valleys. Trouble hides in the caves. Twisted pathways leave you lost. Riverbeds leave you thirsty. It's fearful to go where the sun never shines. But the landscape of my heart has been invaded, not by an evil lord, but by a savior. He carries a torch of grace into these valleys, shines mercy into those caves. He does this miraculous thing, you know. He makes the rough places smooth, the twisted roads straight. The valleys bloom, the streams run with fresh water. Thistles become cypress trees, barren soil produces fruit. Amen. Peace lives where danger dwelled, caves now temples of worship. The valleys sing, mountains rejoice, trees clap, wind whispers praise. Into the landscape of my heart, the restorer came. And all things there are new. There are a couple of Bible verses that Paul Tripp references um, for for this Wednesday word. We're just going to go ahead and read one of them. And um, yeah, I encourage you guys to go ahead and read the whole thing if you can. Our Bible verse today comes from Isaiah chapter 55. And it goes like this. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters And he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live, and I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. So that was part of the Wednesday word. And um, yeah, we're going to go into just some discussions. If you guys want to start with anything, any thoughts, any reflections, anything you want to share. The thing that I liked the most about this passage was um, I, I really liked it when it said, um, 
But the landscape of my heart has been invaded. Not by an evil lord, but by a savior. Um, yeah, like no matter what condition our heart is in, whether it's in the dark valleys or if it's um, in the riverbeds where I'm left thirsty or where I feel lost um, or fearful um, or even when I feel strong, you know, like God, my savior, invades. And now that I'm with him, um, I never have to go through those things alone um, and now my my perspective on wherever whatever area I'm in um, is changed so I really appreciated that part of the passage one of the questions that he poses is to it's not a question but I guess it's a reflection to reflect back on the time when God invaded our hearts and um, I think we were discussing this earlier we weren't that all three of us we don't have like we grew up in a like a Christian home and so we don't have uh, like a dramatic dramatic conversion story but I was thinking about it um, and so I was just, I had to think about, okay, so what is, what is the part of my heart that has changed because he has invaded it? And for me, what stood out the most in this poem was the part where it says, the riverbeds leave you thirsty. That's before. And after he invades it, streams run with fresh water. And the reason uh, I this stuck out to me a lot was because before I really became a Christian before I really knew knew God I was I think the biggest thing that's changed is that I was living for for people like I was living to please others and that was a really big thing for me was like I've my self-worth and my value was placed on how others viewed me and it was just an endless cycle of unfulfillment and an endless cycle of effort that would never satisfy and yeah I remember just feeling exhausted um because I didn't I wasn't able to get the the approval or the affirmation from someone that I wanted that from, you know, and I would do all these things and um, it was just never, it's just never satisfied. It's just like an endless cycle of, of unfulfilled. Um, yeah, it was just constantly being thirsty, right? Because it's, I'm trying to get it from other people and um yeah it's just never gonna be reciprocated that much and I guess now because God has invaded my heart um that riverbed is not um seeking water from other people like it can never be fulfilled but 
it's it's constantly poured in and refreshed by God's word and what God tells me that I am. So that was what stood out for me here, uh, that the streams now in my heart run with fresh water and I am no longer thirsty. Do you guys have something where like, yeah, we were Christians all our lives, but what was something you think that was like a, a big change in your heart after or even continually today? Like what are some things that are changes in your heart that you know like this is because of the Lord and I think every once in a while I'm surprised by the things that don't I mean not that they don't bother me but that I'm able to kind of accept and like carry on without being like maybe burdened or bogged down by them and I think that's like God giving me peace um, which is such a such a mercy um, um, but I was looking at in the poem, it says like the human heart is a uh, geography is hard to know, hard to traverse and hard to inspect danger lurks in those valleys and trouble hides in the caves. And like, that's your heart, like your own heart, like without anybody else inside is like a treacherous place. That's really hard to kind of understand or dissect or know all the ins and outs of and then in the next verse he's like he's got a torch and he can like light up the dark places and even if you don't fully like know yourself god fully knows you and um that also (laughs) i feel like everything every question you asked i feel like i just went on a different rabbit trail um but i think that something i've been really gaining more confidence in these days is like um, trying to get to know myself as like living alone in a foreign country um, without my family, et cetera. Um, But also like God fully knows me, even though I feel like I'm kind of getting to know myself, like who am I as an adult? Um, But he... he fully knows me. He's like searched all the shady real shady shadowy caverns I got (laughs) deep inside you know um and I think kind of realizing that while I'm kind of on a journey to discover myself I say dramatically um it's like I have a maker and he knows every nook and cranny of like who I am or what I am and that is something I as these years are rolling along. I say like an old grandma in a rocking chair. Um, I think has been such a comfort that like, I still don't exactly understand myself, but I know he, he understands and he knows what's up with me and me growing like more and more like understanding and realizing that, uh, has been great, um, for me. Um, I think what you were talking about and about like it's darkness and then there's like a torch, you know, after God. And that reminded me of, um, uh, Psalm. So uh, I I was listening to pastor. It's not. Okay. (laughs) Pastor. (laughs) His name is pastor Malanga. 
and um, he's from my previous church, Maranatha Grace. Shout out! Anyway, um, <laughs> breath of fresh air, y'all. Um, he was talking about Psalm 51, verse 10, Create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit within me. And he was talking about how a clean heart, only a clean heart knows when it's not. Oh. Yeah. Ouch. Right? So, you know, when we're, before we are cleansed, before God comes in and, and shines that torch, mm. we, it's dark and we don't know. We don't know the depths of the darkness. Mm. We don't know what is lurking in there mm. because we're in the dark. Mm. We can't see anything. And only when, only when God comes in and he shines that torch and ouch, we see everything, Yuck. all the, the messy, you know, things that are disgusting. Right. And so it hurts. And so it pokes and prods, like Grace says, <laughs> it pokes and prods. But once we know, once we are aware of the things that's when we can we can start you know doing the work right or letting God do the work in us and so um yeah that was something that reminded me um when when Anne was sharing about that so I think just going off of the first question of Mm. you know the change that sparked because of Christ's invasion um maybe in those dark valleys or in those caves where you're not welcoming, maybe you you don't want Christ in that moment, but then he invades your space, you know? And in those moments, we need it the most. You know, we need his invasion. And I feel like, <laughs> I love that so much, I don't know why. Wow, I thought you hated this poem. <laughs> so um, anyway, I, I feel like my perspectives have changed as, you know, like, and you were saying, like, he shines his light on parts that maybe I need help or I need adjustment because I know that, like, the really dark spaces of my, my heart. Every time he brings that to light, for example, when I'm impatient, because I'm impatient a lot, or my character in Christ is tested, he extends his grace and he readjusts me as if I have to see a chiropractor and he has to he has to crack my back and readjust my spine so that I can stand up straight again. I, I think I, I encounter his grace daily in those moments when I can see him invading. Like, oh, Christina, you need me. I know that I have more peace. I know that I, I am not alone. Um, and I know that I need him. I'm not as self-reliant. It's, it's more more dependence and less of less of me and pushing me down and welcoming him more yeah i think that's good that might have completed my thoughts a few minutes ago (laughs) i was thinking yeah it's hard for me to think of something that like kind of instantaneously changed for me but I've noticed progress in the process. And I think, yeah, that's probably what I was choking out earlier, but Christina said in a in her vein, which is better. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just wanted to say that. Yeah. 
sometimes it's hard to kind of see the, the changes that maybe other people notice, but you don't notice until later. And um, yeah, I think because I spend a lot of time alone, I, I think I do, um, other people might tell me something like I'll, I'll have an idea about myself, but then somebody will say, oh, you know, you've really changed since blah, blah, blah. Or I've noticed this is different. And I'm like, oh, I didn't notice that kind of thing. Um, so it sometimes it's not until somebody points out a change in your behavior or your, um, I don't know how they would change, how they would see a change in your mindset, but just maybe the way you react to things or the demeanor that you come, that you come across, that, that you portray, um, that, yeah. So sometimes it's hard for me to tell that there's been a change until somebody points out, oh, you used to be like this, but you're a lot more calm or gentle or patient or you know just insert fruit of the spirit here (laughs) so the the bible verse that we read earlier from isaiah it says your labor so it says why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy and i'm reading every good endeavor right now and uh tim keller was talking about how one of the the sins of work or the curses of sin um, with in regards to work is that we're always going to work and it's never going to fully fulfill us and it's never going to fully satisfy. So we can work and put in a hundred percent of effort, but it's never going to, it's never going to result in a hundred percent of, you know, the amount that we put in. And that's not, you know, just, that's not the only thing that he talked about, but all the other things like, you know, relational problems that come with work as well. Um, we're just not feeling fulfilled with the, our labor. And that's the result of a result of sin. And, I, you know, the reason that it says here that our heart is a cave, it's it, our heart is just full of sin before God comes in and invades it. And, and so, what am I trying to say here? The more we try to look into our hearts and the more we try to, you know, we think like, oh, I can do it myself or, you know, inner peace and self-love and all these things. Well, our heart is a cave. And the more we dig into it, the more lost we're going to get because guess what? The root of our heart is sin. And so the only way really for us um, to be able to be free from that and to be able to, to, to have life in our souls, everlasting life and steadfast, sure life in our hearts is when we turn to one who who redeems us from that sin and and that is Jesus Christ. So I encourage you guys to if you f- if you feel, you know, a stirring in your heart after listening to this and feeling like you're lost, you, you can't find 
you're digging deeper and deeper and deeper into yourself and trying to find answers and you can't and you know if you feel something tugging in your heart you know I encourage you to, to seek to seek Jesus to wrap us up number one we have a creator and he knows even the dark spaces of the heart and the nature of the heart is complex and dry his presence is a lamp and with his lamp we could recognize the things that we need help with and we can truly see where we need to go and what paths we need to walk um, but the answer is again Christ because he is the only one that truly knows us he is the restorer so he is the only one who can truly restore our hearts so if you would like to learn more about our podcast or even get connected to a local church please contact us through our instagram or our youtube channel you can submit a comment and we will be sure to answer as best as we can thanks so much for listening Again, my name is Christina. This is Heaven. And this is Anne. Y'all take care, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Yeah.